0: I'm Sales Team Turnaround Specialist, Jeremy Demerchant, and each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 74. I am your host, Jeremy Demersion, and today we have another special guest. Now, Jesse, you let me know if anything that I'm about to say is too much of a stretch, okay? All right. All right. So, Jesse Alexandra is an entrepreneur who specializes in children's haircuts and styles. She's well-versed in building hair salons, having run a multi-million dollar salon for many years, and then moving on to open up her own salon, which she sold earlier this year for an offer she couldn't refuse. She's now in the infant stages of launching her business-building curriculum specifically to help salon owners build seven-figure empires. Jesse, welcome to Sales Team Rescue.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Now, we happen to connect uh, because we were both uh, in the right place at the right time, um, studying another you know, sales and, and business mentor, uh, Mr. 10X himself, and... Uh, and you were like, hey, you know, I want to put myself out there. I want to make connections. And, and it was great. We had a conversation and hey, you're on Sales Team Rescue. So it's super good to have you. Um, Thank you so and, much. And there's a couple of things that I want to ask you. Um, one thing, when it comes to building salons, and we're going to get into this uh, as, in a few minutes, uh, but I want to dig into building teams and what that looks like, Uh in a business that's that's growing as fast as the salon you were running, or salons, I guess, um, as fast as they did. But before we get into that, share with the audience how you learned everything you know and how you got there. Like, give us that little history lesson we were kind of touching yeah.
1: on. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great question. Yeah. I grew up in one of the biggest, biggest, baddest beauty parlors in northern New Jersey, right next to New York. And I had the opportunity to have a front and center stage to see what, you know, a quality team looks like, what that means, how to build, how to recruit, how to train, how to motivate, how to uh, really be an exceptional leader. And um, growing up in a beauty parlor, as I said, uh, my family had, my father was an entrepreneur and he taught me almost everything I know uh and it was pretty 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 amazing his um his style of recruiting which i also took on was locating people who had the it factor which and when i say it factor that means energy that means charisma that means excitement like you need to get excited about what you do every day and that's what i tried to implement in my business model
0: oh, got it got it so the it factor. Now, I really like that term, and it sounds like it's hard to define, though. So when you talk about energy, like, is there something that you can, like a phrase you can use to describe somebody other than just the energy to, to it? Like, if I know somebody and I, I connect with them, how do I know if they've got the it factor?
1: Oh, you'll know because you'll connect with them. And when you come in, there's it's something. there's some things that you just can't teach. It's innate. It's in you, and and either you have it. It's the it. It's the um. It, it it's contagious. The energy. Does that make sense? It's like it draws you in. It's heavy in it, and 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 a lot of people don't have it. They come in and and they're just mediocre. But like, but like we learned by with Grant Cardone at the Ten X with his his seminar, you have to be the best. You got to be the best. And that's, I think, in essence, what it is. It's taking that work, developing it to being the best.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I've got so many questions for you for so many, for so many reasons. Uh, But where I want to go next is talking about like building the team. So you talked about the it factor and the people, um, but in a salon, there's many different roles, there's many different positions, um, and in, in your salons, was it a setup where your your, your team, your uh, stylists were like, on share rental agreements and were contractors, or were they employees?
1: They were employees because uh, booth rental is not legal in New Jersey, oh. although people do do it. It is not legal. Yes.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yes, yeah,
1: so they were employees. Gotcha.
0: And what do you feel like the biggest challenge was growing businesses to the level that you did with not only the one that you were managing before, but your own that you just sold? What would you say the number one challenge was, that growth?
1: Oh, boy. Finding talent. Finding really great talent. A lot of people go to school for hair and they say, oh, I went because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so interesting, the majority of them that go into hair and don't want to do hair winds up going into nursing. So Yes, that's an interesting fact about beauty salons. They really do because, um, I, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. The one thing I learned in beauty school from, from day one was that barbers were able to perform nursing procedures. I don't know if you knew that. Just a fun fact about hair. Yes, early on in infancy, they were. So there is an interesting correlation there. Uh, but um, to answer your question, uh you know, I think that the most challenging thing was finding people who were really in it, creative, motivated, wanting to learn, wanting to be sponges and, and soak up that education and evolve their skill set. Yeah. You know, it's not, um, it, it, it takes a lot to be the best. It takes a lot of training to be an amazing hairdresser. So so really finding them, getting them motivated, getting them on board, wanting to teach them about sales and having them actually implement that, you know, at the, at the conclusion of every service, showing them the product, showing them how to sell the product. That's another thing. Sales training is very important and it's, it's not always so easy when you get stylists in that are either kind of set in their ways or not so coachable. And so I think it's important to, to, you know, stay coachable through your career. And that was the challenges I had finding, I think stylists that, kind of, you know, knew it, knew it all, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. You know, I see an interesting correlation between the stylists and uh, people building sales teams or like small businesses looking for their first few sales reps because you're not pr- probably going to hire someone that's brand new, fresh out of school, mm-hmm. but with right. experience comes habits, comes yes, uh, yes. expectations and it's, I mean, in sales, it's, uh, you know, do you train someone who seems to have an outgoing personality how to be a good salesperson? Or do you find someone who's got the experience and is a good salesperson and try to help them fit the culture that you have? Now, for me, on the sales side, I really like – I want to make sure that they have the the cultural fit from the start because I don't want to try to change somebody's core values, right? Right. Um, but in the salon space, how did you because I, I in my experience, um, barbers and stylists, um, depending on their experience, they can be very opinionated and the whole day is spent you know, talking to customers. And so they can be very outgoing in some great ways and some maybe challenging ways. How did you manage that dynamic?
1: Oh, well, I'll tell you, it's not easy. It takes a lot of patience. <laughs> a lot of patience. And um and and continuing to to ensure this, you know, I always had an employee handbook. That nice. was so important. When we start, this is what's expected. You must read it, you must sign it. And 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 this was a tool that was so valuable to really eliminate. Exactly what you're talking about, the the person who has maybe a bad habit, a person who, you know, can execute in one way but fall short in the next. And I think upon accepting the position, really ensuring they understand their title and their responsibilities, um, you know, it it helps. It helps to bring that back and to have weekly meetings and and, and, uh, weekly meetings are really important, too. Uh, to keep everybody on point. You cannot become complacent. You know, you can't, you have to stay regimented with, with that going over it and over it and over it because they can, they can get laxed in their, their way of uh, doing things. So that's on the, I think the responsibility of the owner or the manager to make sure that they know what they need to be doing every day.
0: So do you have like a specific formula or structure that works really well for these weekly meetings or, um, is it sort of just get together and have a conversation?
1: I think that we check in. I think that for a, a general weekly meeting, it's a check-in. It's how are we feeling? What goals do we need to hit? What's it, you know, where are we with sales? What can we do to, uh, to get in five new customers, 10 new customers, 15 new, you know, uh, where can I help you? You know, how can I help you to achieve that? Because they look to you as the leader. They don't know, you know, they don't always know. And it's on you to, to make sure you're bringing in the latest education. You're bringing in the latest products. You're getting them excited every week to be there, to want to be there, to want to make money and to want to provide the best customer service. That's so important too, because how gratifying is that? When a client walks away, is false smiles, left you that really awesome review. Like those are the motivators, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. That's what
1: I talk about in my meetings.
0: You know, and you made a really good point that I want to highlight is the importance of the owner or the manager staying excited and and owning the part of making sure that the team feels like they're up to date whether it's training whether it's products but your enthusiasm is what drives all the momentum of the team right right like i i know for me when i've run teams with clients and um if there was a lot of if there was a major lack of clarity to me on a few things there's no way well not no way but it was very challenging for me to create a a false sense of excitement when i wasn't sincerely feeling it for something sure
1: you're right.
0: Now, right now now as a as a manager or as an owner do you have any suggestions for maybe people watching that might be in that position where wh- whether it's a salon or not um, they've got a team They're you know they got to have the game face on their energy defines the energy of the entire group if they're not feeling it if i'm not feeling it but i need to go and have a meeting with my team mm-hmm. How do I handle it? Do I fake it till I make it or am I transparent?
1: Wow, that's a great question. I think it can go a couple different ways. I think, A, if you're not motivated consistently, maybe you need to look at yourself and reevaluate you know, if this is the job position for you, because I think you should be excited about what you do every day. I know I was, I was, and am so excited every single day, uh, you know, wanting to deliver customer service, wanting to teach people. Um, and, and I think that there's something also really nice about transparency because it makes you relatable as a person, uh, I wrote, I've written manuals uh, on this and I always, always encourage um, people to check it at the door and really, you know, you have to understand you're there to be there. And I know life isn't easy. It's not, you know, and and I think maybe in the meetings, it's good to voice that, but you have to, as an owner, no matter what, really, really, really put that game face on. You got to do it. They're relying on you for it. Hmm. And that's not for everybody. It's not, but you really can't go in. If you're having a bad day, you can't go in, you know, upset. You've got to leave it. It's, it's, I hate that I have to say that, but, but and I always did.
0: You know, it, it comes back to the, the Spider-Man situation, right? With great power comes great responsibility.
1: That's right. And, that and, is right. and
0: a lot of the times yeah. I feel like owners and managers don't, really process the weight of being responsible for the success of the team. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. That's it, it, it really does all fall back on you. So it is important to try and fake it till you make it if you can, mm-hmm. if you can, and if you can't maybe have an understudy. That was another thing. I always said, you must find somebody to compensate where you're limited because we can't all be hundred percent all the time—it's impossible. It's very, 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 very challenging. So if you can, if you're fortunate enough to have an understudy, somebody there to kind of just, you know, pick up the slack if you're falling short that day—that's also a very valuable tool to to have.
0: I like that a lot. <laughs> I was like,
1: oh, I like that idea.
0: well yeah, I've, every time you see me with my head down, I'm taking notes. I've got two pages of notes already. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, so. Go. Um, yeah, no, this is, this is fantastic just because there's so many, um, parallels between uh, a salon business and in any kind of professional sales environment,
1: yes. like the
0: same challenges happen for real real estate agents, right? You have a broker. Well, yeah,
1: absolutely. And, yeah, But, but hairdressers, they are salesmen. They're selling their services uh hairdressers are salesmen they're selling the product they're teaching you how to get this style at home how to achieve that fantastic salon finished look at home you know so they have to sell that's and and, and that's what i you know i think sales is so important to train because it's not it's not just a cut. It's not just a haircut. It's so much more. It's a consultation. It's connecting. It's selling another service. Once they're in your chair, now you have the opportunity to sell them something else, you know? So, so hairdressers are really sensational salesmen. I'd say
0: the good ones are.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The good ones are with the hit factor. Yes, they are. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. so, I want to dig in now a little bit more into what's on the horizon for you. So we talked a little bit about you being in the process of developing this curriculum. You, you know, managed one business and then went on and took over another one, bought it, and, and built your own up and then sold it. So you, you've got the it factor from the perspective of, can I turn this salon into a multimillion dollar company? Yes. How do you see that skill set translating to the curriculum you're developing?
1: Oh, well, I'm very excited about the curriculum I'm developing. It's, it's a little bit different than what anybody has ever done. Um, I am targeting a niche in the market. You know, I started as a children's hair specialist, which is, they're rare, They're really rare to find, you know, you see these big franchises popping up now and these kids' lawns, but but if you look at the reviews and you, you know, you can go in and get a haircut for yourself, they're hairdressers that are afraid to cut children's hair. They're terrified to cut children's hair, but they're doing it because they want to work, they want to learn. But from what I have seen, there isn't a very strong curriculum in place, and that's where I come in. And I... And teaching the masses how to execute the best children's haircut without a hair out of place in seven minutes flat, um, and I can do that. I know how to do it. The haircut itself, from start to finish, and in fifteen minutes, I give you the consultation, the haircut, four different ways to style it. I, cl- you know, we close, we we, and 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 I teach them how to close and how to rebook to make sure that. It's continuous. They're coming back every month. The goal is to focus on retention. The goal, The goal is to, to get referrals and to really do it, not just say it, to really do this. And, um, and that's what I want to teach. And I want to do it in a way, I think, to target this niche because it is so lucrative. There's no reason to be afraid. But children can be scary if you don't know how to handle them. They kick. They vomit. They bite. They, I mean, things have I've gotten kicked. I can't even tell you the places I've gotten gotten kicked. Jeremy, it's not fun. So this is something that I think is uh, very beneficial to to help hairdressers achieve their goals, to help business owners train their stylists, to develop a new niche for their industry, um, and to not fear it. To not fear it because you know it's 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 really really very special being able to work with children.
0: I love it. I love it. So um, before I tell everybody how to get in contact with you, um, who, how would somebody know if they're in the place where they should be reaching out to you?
1: Oh, boy, that's a great question. I would say if they are excited to make money, if they're excited to evolve their skills, if they are interested in learning new techniques, uh, I'm, I'm your girl. That's it. And I'll teach you how to do it from start to finish.
0: And would this be specifically the stylist reaching out individually or would maybe an owner reach out to you to have you train the stylists?
1: I think it would be great to have owners reach out. I am even developing this with the hopes to integrate it into a curriculum at beauty schools, because it is a huge niche. As I said, you see franchises popping up everywhere, uh, they're really fun the designs, the haircuts are not always so, you know, up to par. And and that's what I want to help people achieve. And I think if an owner reached out and and, and wanted to learn more about the curriculum, it would it would help drive sales infinitely. I mean, it just skyrocket because the haircuts, this the, the if a hairdresser knows how to sell their services, how to sell themselves, how to get those reviews, how to get their name out there how to really dominate the market. You know, you have to really know to dominate the market. And I teach you how to do that with children's haircuts.
0: I love it. I love it. So now I want to dive into what I think is my, my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got a few quick questions. We're going to fly through. Don't overthink them. Uh, But this is where we get to know a little bit more about you. So we know that coffee is for closers. What is your favorite coffee or comparable drink?
1: Oh, I'm basic. I'm that basic girl. I want my pumpkin spice latte, especially right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, what is one book or movie that you would recommend someone to watch if they want to get better at sales or leading a team?
1: Sure. I would say the 10X rule is really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say that's a fantastic just because that's where we, you know, we, we, yep. we met, but that has, that has helped me so much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: And how to win friends and influence people. Great book.
0: Oh, love it. Yes. Dale Carnegie. That is a, that's a classic for sure. Absolutely. Who is someone that's been a mentor in your life?
1: Well, that's a good question. I would say my 97-year-old uncle, Mark, and I say that because his age is so impressive. And um, and he, you know, again, a family, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, but he built a, a quite a fur business, you know, and it was a master at sales and marketing. Pretty incredible. So he's been a very big mentor of mine. Awesome.
0: Now, I think... I mean, my most fun question of the lightning round is what is the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to keep you on your game?
1: If you sing show tunes to myself, I make up little show tunes <laughs> and, I, and I'll just, cause I sing, I'm a singer too. So I will, but I will I'll just like whatever it is about. And I'll write myself a little motivating show tune and start performing, <laughs> but it keeps me, it keeps me going, keeps me chipper. Excellent. Excellent.
0: My final question for you is: How do you define success?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say I define success by always staying true to who you are, being uh, having integrity, uh, staying ethical uh, in, in all of your business endeavors, uh, and and being kind. Being kind in business because you know aren't always so kind hairdressers or stylists or any in any business where they have their days you know life is stressful especially what's going on right with everything that's going on right now and i think always staying kind that's important that's success if you can be kind and you can provide exceptional customer service uh you're successful yes.
0: awesome heart. i love it so thank you so much for being here Ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are watching, that are listening, whether it's live on Headspace TV or the replay, or you're listening to the podcast on salesteamrescue.com, I want you to go find Jesse by going onto LinkedIn and searching Jesse Alexandra. If you're watching the video, you'll see it scrolling along the bottom as well. Um, but that's Jesse Alexandra on LinkedIn. Um, and reach out, she will hook you up, she will take care of you. If you want to grow, your salon with children's haircuts and do it in in a way that's going to make an impact and pretty significant income too, then you want to reach out. So thanks so much, Jesse. I appreciate you being here. Um, Thank
1: you, Jeremy. It was so much fun. Thank you.
0: Awesome. I'm glad glad you could be here. Um, And for those of you watching, remember to catch the replay of this episode and previous episodes, go to salesteamrescue.com. And if you would like to book your own sales team blueprinting session with yours truly, that link is also at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you right here next week, Wednesday, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Headspace TV. Remember, guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.